you're going to work towards somebody's dream. You might as well have it be yours. Hi, I'm Richard Ralston. Welcome to Focus on Progress, the podcast for you, the online membership owner who wants to see more progress in your business, in your life, and in the lives of those you lead. In this episode, I chat with a good friend of mine, Myra Hall. We talk about how during her 19 years in the real estate industry, she took her team to one of the top 20 in the state and in the process discovered her passion for developing people. We talk about her realization that you're going to work towards somebody's dream, so you might as well have it be yours. We also talk about the importance of discovering and knowing your why, Myra's new midlife movement beta course, and the value of being part of a group of people who understand you and who are there to support you on your journey, especially when you struggle. So if you need to remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing and you need some encouragement, keep listening. Hi, Myra. Welcome to Focus on Progress. How are you doing today? Uh, Richard, I am just doing wonderful, and I am so excited to be here with you today. It's great to have you on the podcast this morning. Really looking forward to chatting with you a little bit about your life and what you're up to these days, and and obviously about focusing on progress and how you focus on progress to to move your life forward and move your business forward and, and the other things that you're doing. So as we get into this, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Who are you? What are you passionate about? You know, what what drives you? Well, Richard, that is uh, that could be a very long story. But for the last 18 years, I have been in real estate. Right. And as an agent, I had a very successful team. And we were just going to town until it all fell apart. And it literally came to the bottom in a very short order of time. Mm. And as life sometimes happens, you know, it, it just, you don't know what causes it. You're just there. But it was turned out to be one of the most valuable things that happened in my life because really? it got go got me going in the direction where I should have been. My passion is helping people through the the midlife period and I call it a midlife movement. Right. And without blowing up their life. And and as so many people do, they they don't understand exactly what the midlife is. And so anyway, long story short, I became a coach, worked three years at it and decided real estate isn't where my heart is. I want to help pe change people's lives. And since I blew up my life in midlife, I've been there. I've done that. They can't tell me anything. I understand right. it all. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to sound arrogant there, but uh, there's not much that I didn't do the wrong way. I'm sure there's some stories there. Yeah, there is, and you're not probably going to hear them today. <laughs> so anyway, it is uh, just my pleasure and my privilege to be here to to just share about not only what, what my journey has been, but how the struggles I went through and how I got through all of that. And today I'm helping people make it through their midlife movement and coming out whole on the other end. Wow, that, that sounds really interesting. And I'm sure there are lots and lots of people who are going to be really curious to find out more about that. We'll talk about that a little bit more towards the end of this episode. So let's wind back the clock a little bit. 18 years ago, what, what drove you to get into real estate of all things? 
<laughs> you know, life, again, takes funny turns. I, I worked in property management, not because I really wanted to, because I fell into it. And the job that I had ended very suddenly. And it was, again, this, I don't want to do this anymore. So what am I going to do? I have to do something. I can't just lay around and be lazy. Um, and so I had the opportunity to get into real estate. And frankly, I don't think I ever liked one day of it. I just survived. Oh, my goodness. For 18 years. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'll take that back a little bit. I loved developing my team. That was that was what excited me, is seeing them turn out to be the kind of agents that they didn't even know they could be. I could see it in them. I could develop it. And, and they went on, all of them have gone on to bigger and better things, which I'm just thrilled to death for, because I don't have to do it with them. <laughs> right. I hear a theme coming out here, and that is that you are really into helping people develop their potential and helping them make progress. Absolutely, I am. Absolutely. If I, I want to see them make consistent progress and consistent aha shifts in their belief so that they can be the person that they were created to be. It absolutely drives me. It is the reason I get up in the morning. When I can see somebody make that shift, it's like I made it myself. They, and, and it's not a, it's not a fast shift. It's a, it's a little shift at a time. And then all of a sudden they go, aha. And they have taken the next step toward being the person that they were created to be. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as, as you well know, and as many of my listeners know, that's something that drives me as well. I totally believe that people have way more potential than they realize. And I love seeing them realize that potential and taking their next tiny step forward. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about that whole thing as we get on. Let's, let's come back to you and, then, and, and the kind of little crisis or stuck points that you got through and how you made progress through those. So you were being a property manager and that all fell apart. And then you went into real estate, right? Right. Okay. So what was that? That must have been pretty frustrating, pretty difficult, I imagine, where everything you've built up suddenly disappears and you're in this kind of stuck place. What motivated you to keep going? I mean, was, was it that you had to pay the bills or, I mean, what motivated well, you to I, continue making yeah. progress? I, I can't remember how old I was back then when I made that change. It was in the 50s someplace. And I... I needed to do something. You know, as I mentioned before, I had just come through blowing up my life in midlife. I, I was divorced and remarried, and I we just bought a new house. And I had to have income coming in. Right. It wasn't a choice. And quite frankly, it, it sounded really good. It, it appealed to my entrepreneurial spirit. I right. could be my own boss and yes. all that kind of stuff. And... Holy cow, I wasn't in it six months. I thought, what have I done? What have I done? But I, when I make a commitment, I stick to it. And and I did. It, sometimes you just have to put your, your your nose to the grindstone and just keep going forward until you break through. Absolutely. So even if we talk about that, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't like the idea of being obliged to have to do something. I mean, I like my, being my own boss, but I also know there are things that we have to do 
to make life happen. You know, we've got to pay our rent or the mortgage. We've got to put food on the table uh, for our family. We've, you know, there are things that we we kind of are obliged to do to make life happen. How how did you keep yourself motivated working through that stuff? Yeah, it's part of who I am is when I make a commitment, I stick to it no matter what. So, and, but I had to have to reflect on something there, what you just said, you know, I don't like being obliged to do something either. Maybe I stuck with the real estate because when I'm working for somebody, I'm obliged to do it for their dreams. When I'm working for myself, I'm obliged to do it for mine. And it is different, it's isn't it? It's a huge difference. You're, you're going to work towards somebody's dream. You might as well have it be yours. That, and, and that's just who I am. And I know that doesn't fit everybody. But it probably is what kept me going. Yeah. And we could, we could I guess, reframe that a little bit in terms of having, the, having a dream. Simon Sinek refers to it as your why. You know, why are you doing this? Right. What, what's really motivating you in underneath? So for you, what what was motivating you? Was it just to pay the bills? All the way back there, I, I don't I don't give up easily, and I probably that's what motivated me is I said I was going to do it, and I did it, and I wasn't going to embarrass myself. Truly, it had all to do about self by saying, I'm not gonna do it. And then shortly, I got really discouraged at, at about year three, because I wasn't making, you don't make much money to start out in real estate. Right. That's a big, I mean, it, it costs more than it than you actually make. But then I joined a team and life got easier for a little while. And so that kept me going. Then I was, then I was obliged to somebody else. I was obliged to their dream and that got old. So, uh, <laughs> but it's funny because in that team, I gravitated to training the new agents that came in to our team. I loved that part. I was in heaven. I was right. in heaven because I got to, I, I got to see them grow. I got to see them get past their fears, get past whatever was holding them back and encourage them to become who I knew they could be. Right, so that's really interesting. So you're in a role and you're really just taking step after step, one foot after another to move things forward because you've got uh, a mortgage to pay, you need to put, you need money in the bank, put food on the table. And yet in there, there is this kind of, there's this dissatisfaction in you somehow that you're just not really enjoying this. And yet in the midst of that, you found yourself in a team surrounded by a bunch of people that you then felt that you could have some impact on and you could help right. them. So even in that, I, I mean, that's fascinating that just by moving forward, you started to have your own potential realized. I mean, was even was that always in you as a young person to help uh, others, to support others? I, it's always been part of who I am. It, it, right. it, but I find, I find situations and I can't remember if it's you or who told me but you take the step and the path appears it's the roomy quote yeah okay it it you have to take that you have to whether it's to pay the mortgage or whatever it's it's your focus your dream your commitment to what you want you know what you want you just may not know that you know what you want 
Right. And just taking that step, one step. Life is lived on the path, not on the peak. And we're in such a hurry to get to the top that we forget how, how enjoyable or not, but it's the life's experience that is, is lived in each one of those steps. That's really interesting. I was thinking about this yesterday and uh, this idea that you actually have to go through the process to make progress. You can't skip the process. We've got to walk through those valley experiences. We've got to walk through, um, we've got to walk on the path. And as we walk on the path, the way appears. I think that's kind of how the Rumi quote goes. Yeah. And and even on that path, you know, I mean, I can think I've been out uh, tramping or, or hiking in the bush in New Zealand quite often. And I love getting up into the top of the mountains, up onto the peaks. And that's where I desire to be. But over the years, I've discovered that actually walking up the path down in the valley is can be equally as beautiful. It, there's a silence when you're in the middle of the bush. Um, and you'll come around a corner and all of a sudden there'll be a, a, a babbling brook or a river coming down or a little waterfall. And those little moments are absolutely beautiful. And you can miss them so easily if you are just you know, trying to run straight through as quick as you can to get to the mountain, the top of the mountain. Ah. And, and it sounds like you were um, self-aware enough, even in the real estate, when you were doing the real estate and working with the team, that you saw something that you could contribute to within the team? You know, I'm, I'm not sure I saw it as much as I was drawn to it. Huh, interesting. It, it connected with me. It resonated like this is what I love doing. And being out selling real estate is not, pays the bills, you know. Um, <laughs> right. It does pay the bills. I got good at it. But I, I, nothing gave me more satisfaction than seeing the agents that I would bring in become top agents in our area. And then that's when your business started to really boom, right? Right. That's when we, we went to the 17th in the state. Our team was number 17 in the state. Wow. Wow. So it's like that idea, and I can't remember whether it's Jim Rohn or Zig Ziglar, that says, you know, you can have anything you want if you can help enough other people get what they want and it sounds like you hit on that zig ziglar yeah it said that and actually it's one of my favorite quotes you're not going to help everybody but you're going to be the perfect person for somebody and if you don't if you don't keep going when it gets tough then you may never find it so we have to have this kind of internal tenacity if you like to keep going you, you need your why right. yeah i didn't i didn't understand what my why was but i knew it when i re, when i connected with it right and i just i personally believe that everybody has that in them and often it's found on the journey yeah and it, it's and you can read all you want to you can you can been to college. What you're doing is you're picking up the dots of life, you know, and, and the dots are found along the path. And once you start putting them together, that's where the real growth comes. And that's when you, it, they didn't, they're not always easy to connect the dots. You've got to take those steps. Right. It's like when we're looking forward, we may not be sure where we're going, 
but when we look back, it's obvious that this is the path we've been traveling on, right? Exactly, exactly, so exactly. T- so tell me a little bit more. How did you help these people that you're working with, these other agents? What, what did you do to help them make progress? Well, you know, you know we, had, we had teaching sessions, but the teaching wasn't, I mean, it was laying a foundation. But what, where the real growth happened was when I stood beside them to solve a problem. I didn't solve it for them as much as they wanted me to, but I would push them out where they needed to be and then be right there in case they fell. And as they grew from that and gained confidence, it's like they put themselves together. All of a sudden they knew they could do this. And then they took off, then they took off. And that is the, one of the most rewarding things in my life is to see that, that person that has so much potential, grab onto it and, and let go of the stuff that's holding them back. Let go of it. Cut the cord. And that's not always an easy thing to do. I have had one agent. I'll never forget. She called me one day. She was she was devastated. Devastated. But she had been showing this person houses over and over. She had even shown them one of our listings. She gets there one day, and they're there with somebody else, with another agent. And it destroyed her. I can imagine. At that point, but she, I wouldn't let it destroy her. It was actually a huge growth moment for her. Because she took that and we took it and we reframed it into, if you want to be a really top agent, what do you have to let go of? Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to be loyal. So there's, and I, I say that to illustrate the point that there's stuff that you have to let go of. And you can do that by taking the next tiny step. Right. And it's it can be a real challenge to let go of stuff. You know, I've been thinking about this quite a lot. And I think that what has got me here has got me here because it worked and it protected me. And yet, you know, the sort of thinking that gets you here is not going to get you there or it's not going to help you continue to move forward. And and so often we do need to let things go. And often those things that we're letting go, they're not necessarily bad things. You know, I was even thinking about this whole idea of a limited belief. I, <laughs> this, this could be a big topic to get into, but I'm not sure that there is any such thing as a limited belief in a sense. It's only a limited belief at this point now if it's stopping me move forward moving forward because it must have been a belief that i had to some degree helped me get to where i am now and oh, so i got a yeah i got a whole thought we don't have enough time <laughs> to cover that one and so i know it, it kind of it's a different way of thinking about it and i'm going oh okay so these limited these things that i see that are limiting me now are actually the things that helped me to get where i am now so maybe I can thank those thoughts and then politely say and I don't necessarily need you anymore this thought anymore because I need to develop a new way of thinking to help me move forward that that's been quite a freeing idea yeah yeah it is when you realize that most people will get a set of beliefs 
and it's like a pin around them and they bounce around in that set of beliefs and they never go outside of it right because they don't know that they can right but, but once you can illustrate that they can step outside of that they can break the that fence down step outside of it and that's growth and if you do that in little tiny steps pretty soon you've got a bigger pin to play in you know and you just if you just keep expanding that not all beliefs are bad but you want to make sure that you don't not holding ones that are are keeping you from being who you were created to be yeah absolutely and that's what we could then refer to as a limiting belief it's the ones right. that are now stopping us forward. It's, they weren't limiting us to get to where we got to, clearly, but they may yeah. be limiting us now. It's an interesting yeah. thought. So, you, you know, you've come through some crises or some stuck points in your own life, and you've found a way to move through those by really finding your why, really continuing to move along the path, discover more of who you are, or realize who, more of who you are. You've started to contribute to other people and help them move forward and that's reinforced your understanding of who you are and your why and now you're developing a, a program a coaching program to help people move through their midlife can you tell us a little bit about that and and tell us how you help your people make progress through that well i i can tell you it's in development stage but i'm very excited about it probably will go live beta uh, the first of the year is my plan exciting so uh, if any of your listeners are struggling with midlife i hope that they will look us up but it's it's going to be called the midlife movement because there's a lot of misconceptions around midlife you have to have a crisis you have to you know it just has to be a time that you fall apart and then get put back together again but honestly it's a very natural part of life it's the bridge between your first half of life, which is your physical half of life, into your spiritual half of life. And it is much like moving from childhood into adolescence into adulthood. I mean, it's that natural. And you can't resist it. It's, it is natural. It has to happen. You have to become an adult. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> At least physically. Yeah. But first of all, they go through four stages in there. And the first stage is deciding to take control of their life. They have to make that decision. And the second stage is uncovering who they are. We So often in midlife, we think we have to be young. We have to be, we have to be thinner. We have to do all these things to make ourselves better to be acceptable because we're aging. And, you know, we look in the mirror one morning, we see a wrinkle and think, when did that happen? <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, I'm not as worthy as I was pre-wrinkle. Right. And that's just not the case. That's just not the case. So the second module, we're going to work at uncovering who you really are. Who, you've covered yourself up with false beliefs, limiting beliefs, false beliefs, whatever you want to call them. Once you set yourself free from that, you will rise to the top. You will start to rise and shine. And then you're going to run smack into all the things you've done wrong, the things that are unforgivable. You just wouldn't dare tell anybody. So we, we work through that, and it's beautiful the way we work through that. Um, and you start to love yourself again. 
Right. And once you have released yourself and you love yourself, you know how to love others, and you become settled into who you are and what you have to give to to the rest of the world. You're here for a purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. That sounds like it's going to be an incredible horse, Myra. And so what are the things that you're going to do in that course to help people make progress or to support well, them in the progress they're making? You know, I would love to be able to individually help each one, but I know that's not going to be possible. Right. I, it's just not possible. It's, it's neither possible nor good for them. I want to be the guide, but I am hoping that we we're able to implement the pods right away because it fosters the relationship, the close relationship you need to make these kind of shifts. You need to have the support of not only myself as the guide, but of other people that are like you, that understand what you're going through, that are there, even if they don't understand, they're, they're there to support you because they're going through the same thing. And encourage you to just go ahead and take that little step, whatever that is. If That way, at least you're going forward. At least you're going forward. This can be a real emotional time. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't have to be, but it usually is. And unless you're very lucky. Um, but the support group idea, it just has to be there. And I know I won't be able to do it all myself. And the other thing is they're accountable. They're accountable and they'll know. They won't be able to say, oh, no, I just didn't get around to it. They have to say, no, I'm stuck. And I don't know what to do to get out of this. Right. So th- that's that's how I'm. That's how I did on an individual basis with my team, or anybody I've worked with. But I I know that there's not enough of me. You know I don't have 20 arms or 50 or whatever. I I want to be there for them, but I can't physically be there for so many. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's something that we have discovered with using the progress pods that we're implementing the progress pods into different courses and memberships. And that is that people love the support of others and the encouragement of others, the relationships they build. There's something about being in a group with other people that really understand what you're going through. Now, they might be further on the journey. They might be behind you on on their journey but having that support and understanding of those uh, around you is hugely important again coming back to real estate you found who you were as you started to develop a team and you started to thrive as part of a a community of agents or a team of agents and they started to thrive as well as they became Mm -hmm. part of that team And then again, with what you're doing now, the one-on-one coaching and having somebody that you can go to and and talk to on a really personal level is is hugely helpful. There is also something about coming together with a group of people and traveling the journey together as a group that is also hugely powerful. You know, something that I don't know that I've heard you mention is there's power in knowing that you're not the only one. Absolutely. If, if just knowing that you're not weird, you're not the only one that are struggling with this and other people have, have the, if they're not the same problems, they're very, very close. 
to what you're going through, at least enough so that there's empathy and understanding. And that, that means a lot, when, especially when you're suffering, which a lot of people suffer in midlife. And I, I, I know firsthand what it feels like to not know where to go, not know what direction to take. I've been there, I've done that. And I would have given anything for somebody to take my hand and guide me through that. Yeah, absolutely. And I know even in my life now, you know, this entrepreneurial journey that we're on is it's ups and downs. It's mountaintop experiences and it's it's low valley stuck in the mud experiences and, as well. Uh, there seem to be a few more of those than there are mountaintop experiences. <laughs> and, uh, and that's fine. I mean, that, that's part of the journey, right? But there is something about going through adversity and overcoming adversity and getting unstuck out of the mud with a group of people that right. that is so powerful that that brings you together that that helps you realize that you're actually okay you might be stuck right now but you're actually okay and you can continue to make progress because if you don't have enough belief in yourself those around you have belief in you it's it's hugely powerful well and like the great Shelley Varela has told me over and over struggle is the connective tissue that's what connects people together and it's powerful it is it is it's more powerful than you can even even explain because it connects the spirit and that's a connection that's hard to break yeah yeah you're absolutely right. The, the power in overcoming adversary together. It's, it's, it's yeah. amazing. So, Myra, thank you so much for this, this time together today. If people want to get in contact with you, where can they connect with you? Right now, they would have to just send me an email, um, which is Myra at Waypoint Coaching Group, and that's GRP. We'll link that in the show notes so people can find it. Okay. Or they can find me on Facebook on my private page or my personal page is Myra Hall. And then I'm just getting one started. Uh, if they want to come by, I have, I'm just getting it out there. And it's a Myra Hall midlife guide. Great. Well, it's that new. Great. We'll, that, yeah, we'll link to that, that in the new. show notes below. Yeah. Thanks for that, Myra. If there was one idea that you wanted to leave our listeners with about moving forward and making progress, what would it be? Keep your eye on the prize. Keep your eye on the prize. That'll get you, that'll get you farther. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Keep it, keep your focus on where you're going. Thank you, Mara. This has been absolutely wonderful to uh, chat with you today. Thanks well, so much. Thank you for having me, Richard. You're welcome. Well, there you have it, my discussion with Myra Hall. I hope that there are some ideas in there that will encourage you to continue making progress. I'm passionate about helping people make progress. And one of the ways I do this is through helping membership owners implement progress pod accountability groups in their courses and memberships. If you would like to find out more about our progress pod accountability group system and how it can help you increase your membership retention, go to richardrelston.com. There's a link in the show notes. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Richard Ralston. 
And if you've heard something in this episode that you thought was interesting, helpful or valuable, I'd really appreciate it if you take the next tiny step and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. You might also like to share this podcast with a friend. And please remember to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, remember to focus on progress because it's your tiny steps taken consistently over time that will enable you to produce massive results.